Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. We're here with Paolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving anyway. That's right. Now, Bale is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race. Race UK Season 4. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the GNT. Clang. Clang. Hey, everyone, <laughs> welcome back. Two reports, Drag Grey's review podcast. Live review, like a live viewing. Um, we watch it once as soon as it comes out. Mm-hmm. We podcast things throughout and we release it immediately. Unto the world. Yeah. Feels like ages since That we is our what? gift. <laughs> that is our gift we to you. It. We yeah. begat it. We birthed it unto the world. Uh, we you're welcome. Eater birthing it unto the world. Mm. Oh, there we go. References already. There she is. There she is. <laughs> um, before we get like started. Before ages we get started, since we last podcasted. Before we get started, I just want to read a, a lovely review we got. It's um, uh, from Mr. Tom. Yes, that's right. Your podcast host. We're that desperate for reviews. <laughs> We've made our own profiles, well, and we're now creating. Because none of y'all want to give us reviews, we'll give it. Don't, we'll give it to ourselves. Don't give the game away, there, Paolo. <laughs> uh, no, this is from Mr. Tom in the USA. Um, so must listen. Uh, love this podcast and their approach to each episode. It feels like I'm watching an episode with my friends in real time. I discovered them about a year ago, and I look forward to them each week. Plus, a G and T is my go-to drink when I'm out. So, Mr. Tom is a gentleman of taste. There it is. Person of taste. Um, thank you very much for that. It's incredibly sweet and well, kind, and it helps us a lot. Thank absolutely. You. Thank you so much for the review. We love it. There's also another one um, from someone from Ireland, Parashakti. Parashakti. Who's um, impactful and inspirational podcast, Aww. bite-sized inspiration, effective and powerful. Wow. How lo- what a lovely... Wow. Uh, impactful. I like how punchy... Inspiration. I like how punchy that one is. Bite, bite size. Our podcasts are like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> like, what just a fellow day was just podcasts? <laughs> well, hey, girl. <laughs> no, that was so sweet. I love that. Thank you so, so much. We we love getting reviews. Thank you. so. It really helps us, guys. Mm. Like, basically, if you would like other people to hear the podcast, do a review. It just helps the algorithm. Yeah. Whatever that That's is. That's the right word, isn't That's it? Algorithm. Algorithm. Them. People talk a lot about algorithms. No, you're probably wondering, oh my God, their voice is just, I've heard it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Their voice is just mm-hmm. so tasty. So it's like chocolate. <laughs> I just hear it everywhere. It's honey. And that is because we were on BBC, um, BBC Radio. Berkshire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that where Windsor is? I believe Windsor is in Berkshire, yeah. Oh, friend of the pod. I mean, the, can you, I'm bitch of the Royals are listening. Well, almost certainly. <laughs> almost certainly. So we were on BBC. We had an interview there. Um, it was great. We were talking about Drag Race Season 4 and what we thought about it. it. It was nice. We were in Manchester and, you know, even we can't have a break from it, can we, Tom? It was so, so lovely. We spoke to the lovely Katie um, on uh, BBC Radio Berkshire. Um, and we just felt like really, really flattered that, uh, that Katie had reached out, wanted to have a little chat about... Um, Drag Race UK. It was unfortunately on a particularly sad day because we had found out about the passing of Cherry Valentine. Yes, that day, and I'm sure everybody listening is is aware of of Cherry's tragic passing. Um, like all all anybody knows, and and all that we need to know is that the Cherry has passed away in a sudden and unexpected circumstance. 
Um, but she 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 leaves the world with with her artistry and her gift. And I keep on hearing about what a wonderful, kind sister she was to her sister. We know that she was a trained mental health nurse. And mm-hmm. She just seemed like such a lovely person and with such a sense of artistry. I mean, you can see she has an infectious laugh. Absolutely, oh, completely, completely. Um, an iconic entrance. Yeah, an iconic entrance. Like much like faux furs, you know, they had to redo it but um it was i mean her her laugh is what i'll always remember her laugh and her smile and her energy um so so a, lo- a lot of love um to the family definitely um, rest in power loved ones yeah. definitely now tom and i spent uh our weekend in manchester's we gay did. village mm-hmm. having a great time we've eaten indulgently we drank indulgently uh, and then we drank some more um <laughs> and cycle if you will. it was great i mean i had a great time we were just <laughs> we talking did. to a lot of people we yeah. saw mary mick we did who's a canal street legend we saw her perform so it was great to see some some uh yeah just legendary local drag talent that was really wonderful she put on quite the show you know when somebody just really captures a room i used with, with their like charisma and just talent and she just had like this wonderful kind of like old school cabaret british sensibility about her i loved her I yeah, I flashbacks of the night. <laughs> I flashbacks of the night. Um, I mean, as you know, we um we're trying to see if Manchester is a good place for us to mm-hmm. expand our empire. Everyone, yeah, we're exploring it. So I was asking every single person about Manchester. You're very good. The waiters, the other waiters, the reception <laughs> staff, strangers in the club. Yep. The other strangers in the club. We made some nice friends. Yes. Yeah. We, so it was great. It was, it was really nice uh, getaway. Also to be in a place. Just, I mean, gay villages full of drag queens. I would love to just go up and down there and just talk to them. We had a great time. Everybody was very lovely and approachable and, and welcoming. So that was wonderful. Drag Race Season 4, Episode 2. Now, just a quick re-pack, recap. So far, our power ranking stands with Black Pepper. Yes. One win. What an entrance. I mean, what an entrance it, she made. It was her episode. She won the mini challenge on the and main. And the main. Um, which is a fantastic start to the season. And, you know, these early wins are very, very important in determining who's at the head of the pack and who's going to make it to the end. Um, so Black Pepper is clearly a massive threat from the very beginning uh then we got and the great thing is that she i, I don't know correct me if i'm wrong uh-huh. she didn't walk in saying this was a fashion girl she walked in saying that she That's is right, yeah. she walked in saying that she was a dancer a performer um so it was for me I was like, oh my gosh, if, if this is you winning something that's not even in your element, if that's yeah. not even in repertoire, what else are you going to give us? Like, imagine when your when your opportunity comes mm-hmm. for you to actually show your power, yeah. your drag power. Um, so this is just the beginning. And I mean, we this do believe- This is the beginning. <laughs> we do believe it's actually a girl group performance challenge of some kind. This it will be confirmed episode. very soon, as soon as we but push we saw play. The, we saw the preview last week. That, I don't remember, that, Tom. That did suggest that. So, you know, who knows? It could be two in a row for Black Pepper. But the other two queens in the top were Sminty and uh, Starla, who walked in flaunting fra- fashion credentials. Yeah. So it was yeah. no surprise. So they, in my opinion, yeah. they had a lot to prove. They, and they proved it. Oh, Absolutely. definitely. That lock from Sminty drop. Joy Speckman. Um, um, yes, well Tom, done, Barla. Well done, Barla. The, the inspired look. Thank you very much, Tom. And um, Pia Moss. 
Well, no, we don't know Pyamos is definitely an inspiration, but but Joyce Fackman. But from what was. we saw, yeah, the, the Pyamos collection. There was a tribute to Black Inventors. There was a look in that. There was a a lampshade. I think I mentioned that last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and Starlet just wearing her old old school Hollywood credentials on her sleeve with a look that was lifted directly. And I I said it was a Hedy Lamarr, but it was another actress um, from uh, Ziegfeld Girls. Um, uh, Lana Turner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, beautiful, beautiful looks. Dakota Shiver was in the bottom against Just May. I mean, she won the lip sync. Mm-hmm. But she, she won Dakota the lip sync. It was came out, didn't it? It was lovely to see. A beautiful lip sync. She was good. She was. She had great presence. And I really was happy to see that because I, I, I felt like she got more to give. I was sad to say goodbye to May because there was something so sweet and endearing about her. I just felt like this this is a really full on season that's really full of talent and may sadly could not meet the standard in this challenge that was set out by the other who knows how may would have performed in like an acting challenge or snatch game or something she might have been that funny girl but we won't get a chance to see that this season well i always feel that no one should go home the first week because we should get yeah. an opportunity to see Completely two sides of a queen. We should be able to see, okay, cool, the fashion, yes. the look side, mm-hmm. you know, how you create your art, um, what your drag is, yeah. and, you know, how you perceive it to be, mm-hmm. how you want others to see it. That's one part. But I also, especially in the UK, feel that we yeah. need to see each of these queens perform. Because that is more... Um, representative of UK drag. Absolutely. We always talk about how the performance aspect is so important historically for UK drag. How would how would it be? What what would have happened if it was a performance challenge in the first one and the looks weren't as regarded? Well, Do you I, think we would still have the same tops and bottoms? I don't think we would. Absolutely, which is why I don't agree with going home, anyone going yes, home in the first I, episode. I think UK is a a big enough branch of the franchise now. It's the outside of US, it must be the one with the most seasons, right? No no other season has yet got to the fourth season, right? What's Drag Race tie? They only had two. Oh, and they've actually yes. not been renewed. Their license lapsed. So we don't know if and when we're going to see a third season. Then you're correct. I am correct. Thank you're you. correct. <laughs> I'm correct. You're correct. It's only Canada that's just behind, really, with three seasons. Anyway. I think it's big enough now that they can afford, hopefully, to do the, the you know, split opening where we get to know all the queens. In, in right. World. I love a split opening, so to speak. Tom. Wow. I ain't even seen you had a sip of your wine yet. You want to talk so I'm vulgar. Just a, just a lascivious tart. <laughs> she's, a, she's a whore, Your Honor. Your Honor, she's a whore. She's a whore. Um, but yeah, I think we should split opening. Nobody goes home for two episodes. Get um, to know them. Let's the, be honest. The girls have spent so much. Give them a little chance to shine. They've got a mortgage over mortgage over oh, debt. girls. The, the, the amount of money people spend. But also, I mean, Drag Race, you can, sorry, Drag Race US, mm. that, I mean, no one went home for like... How many episodes for both 13 and 14? It's a very contract-related thing that they, they had. Um, what is it? Is it Paramount or VH1? Uh, what US channel that does Drag Race now? They um, needed a certain number of episodes. So that's what a lot of that was about. What I want to say is that Spanky Jackson is an example of oh. the power of um, different types of drag mm-hmm. and, and the reason why I feel you should not send the queen home until you've seen 
a bigger scope of what their their drag art is. Yeah. Spanky could have gone home on mm-hmm. episode one. She definitely could have. She is could that, have gone so home. She's a performance powerhouse. Yeah, but it, she could have gone home. She could have. She could but, have. And she ended up winning Drag Race Done on this season too. Would have been a total loss so, to so the can world. You, can you, yeah, so home hopefully first. something happens in the future where um, that's not the case. Our other girl who was in the bottom three was Copper Top. I, I I really like Copper Top from the outset because she's got a real kind of camp sensibility about her. Any queen who walks in the door talking about Victoria Wood, Julie Walters, French and Saunders, I'm completely on board 100% from the very off because it represents a certain um, camp, old school, femme kind of um, sense of humour that the British gays really connect with on the whole. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, you're, but you're kind of the same age as her... I am. So I'm maybe a younger. Maybe that. Um, I mean, Tom, how are you? Come through, Candy Ho. <laughs> Come through, um, Fofa. Tom, how are you? Um, call me Sminty, please. <laughs> I know Sminty did it this um, time. How old the are you? Sminty did it in a softer way. She was like, I mean, how young are you? <laughs> um, no, no, no. She did it afterwards. Don't don't, don't erase her first line. Okay, we're, we're not going to do that. Mm. Do you still feel like, for me, after episode one, mm-hmm. Black Pepper has jumped into for me um my top four I, my top four now is black pepper cheetah gorgeous because uh, you know sue me i'm biased um no, but i love she's her got it all as well yeah. like you know it's biased but also fact um oh i want to say sminty drop as well sminty, and danny beard sminty has really exceeded my expectations because she's got something about her she's not just a fashion girl and i think like bless gothy kendall when i heard that she was house of kendall i thought this is gonna, just gonna be a bit of a kind of first out ha 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 house of kendall you know bit shady kind of thing but um no she's got more of a sense of confidence she's i think she's Gothy Kendall did have a really good eye for fashion, but unfortunately those first couple of looks just weren't it. Like her entrance look and her reunion look were fantastic, but Absolutely bad agree. episode four and she went home. Um, but yeah, no, um, yeah. Chad, uh, sorry, you talked about your top four, sorry. You were talking about... I, I did, I, I said it. You said Sminty, Chad, uh, Black, Black Pepper. Black Pepper and Danny Beard. No, I didn't say Danny Beard. Um, it was Black Pepper, Sminty, mm-hmm. Cheddar Gorgeous, and my third, I mean, those. that's my top three. I, I said from the outset, Roll the Tape, Black Pepper, Danny Beard, um, Cheddar Gorgeous. It's that? just those three. Top three. Like, if they do do a top four, ooh, who could it be? I don't know yet. I don't know. I'll have a better idea of where I, what my top four really are after this episode. If it is performance-based, yeah. I'll have a much better idea. And saying that, let's get to the episode. Yes. Back in the workroom, we've just seen Just May Leave. Everyone's in their feelings. Um, she had a great vibe and, you know, I guess Lo- we'll... Lovely, funny person. Um, just somebody's got to go home first. I think that as soon as someone goes home, mm. the, it becomes real. A reality kicks it's, in. Oh, oh, crap. Yeah, we're actually, we're in a competition. Oh, yeah, people go home every day. And I think these girls... Are in every such, week. They're in such a pressure cooker... They So many strong feelings are elicited from the game. I think they bond quite strongly in this environment. I mean, the trauma. Well, that's it, isn't it? It's, it's like Stockholm trauma. Syndrome. It's trauma. Yeah. Let's be honest. You know what? I was wondering last week, you know, Copper, to- Copper Top, her will. I don't know if I said it, but it just came to me. I was, as I was sitting here, um, watching her sit down mm-hmm. in that wig, I was like, oh my gosh, that's what it is. She's perfect. She's beautiful. 
She looks like she Linda like Evans. Princess Disaster. That wig is her. That's her sister. She was Annie crossed with Princess Disaster. That's what it was, right? Yeah. That wig. I was just like, why? What is that? Why is that wig giving me um, a flashback? Why is it giving me um, <gasps> controversial yet brave opinion? It was wonderful seeing Raja, uh, Raja, Aja lip sync that episode because she's a phenomenal performer. But I don't think she should have been in the bottom two. Farah's outfit had less effort. Okay, it, it was she was wearing a sheet. Tom, did you hear what they said? Her Majesty done already done had hers as out of thought. Shade, I call shade. I, I call shade. They would have edited. <laughs> oh my that god! Out. I mean, she. I mean, you know, rest in peace. But she rest done already peace, done had hers as she but, she had. I mean, you know, if they've changed it once, they can change it again. Can I tell you? It's just clicked for me as well. Um, there's something about Chad Gorgeous's delivery, and I'm pretty sure this person will have been a source of inspiration for Cheddar, and I think she would take it as a compliment. There's something about a delivery that reminds me of David Hoyle, who is a kind of queer iconic performance artist, also from I think he's from Blackpool originally. But very much part of the Manchester. I think Cheddar was from Birmingham, but found um, drag in Manchester, and she's obviously yeah. a luminary of the Manchester scene. But David Hoyle's from I'm pretty sure Blackpool, but a, a luminary of the Manchester scene. Oh, okay. There's just something about her delivery that's very evocative. Of he did quite a famous character called the Divine David on like this art show on Channel Four late at night. Like those, those clips are worth watching on YouTube. They're, they're bizarre and hilarious and wonderful. Mm, it's mm. nice to know. The Maxi Stage Challenge this week is they're invited to be headliners at the first ever Yastonbury well, Festival. You know who should headline Yastonbury? <gasps> Monopoly Phonic. Monopoly Phonic. We are obsessed. She'll show us how to Yassify. <laughs> she would show the world how to Yassify. Yeah. Um, she'll tell her how to juice up your life. Yeah. She'll, you can find her on Spotify. She'll make us um, hot chicken fried rice. It's um, her name is Monopoly Phonic. It's yeah. unironic. Uh, she's she's iconic, iconic, and you can find her on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her album name is Satisfied. Yeah. We, I mean, <laughs> we listened to. The, on, on, let's be honest. On the road trip to Manchester, I think we had her on she was repeat on Yusufa. Yeah. <laughs> the slave button. Yes, yeah. cool. <laughs> so she gonna... is iconic, and it's not ironic. Mm. Yeah. And her album name was satisfied. I said it, Tom. <laughs> Please, thank you. She's this is so delicious, nutritious, and mm-hmm. yummy like apple pie. She's. Do we know the lyrics? Yes, we <laughs> do. Um, are we going to be front seat at the next drag bun? She's there lip syncing yeah. to her song. Yes, we will. Guys, Yassify brackets, hit the sleigh button, close brackets. <laughs> it's available it's just, to, it's to stream it's on be- Spotify. It's so please. Beast. I love it. Yeah. Now they're going to be competing in two groups, um, performing the song, Come Alive. It's, I mean, it's a girl group challenge. You know, they write their own verses, they've got to do their own group choreo, and they need to style their own looks. There's three things they're going to be well, looking out for. May will be sad that she, she couldn't have pulled out her best Jerry drag for this. Mm, I mean, she'd have been there in the Union Jack dress, front and center. Right. I think. Mm. That would have been it. Mm. Uh, the team captains are Black Pepper and Dakota Schiffer. Black Pepper because Black Pepper uh, won last mm-hmm. week, and Dakota because she won the lip sync. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Now let's talk about this. When you're choosing this lineup, Tom. Yeah. I want you to give me the first names that you would jump for. Okay, who I to would pick in your choose. team? Yeah. Okay, so I guess I'm going off kind of like what I know of the queens. Yeah. Um. And I'd want a combination of singers and dancers. Yeah. So if it were me, and I get, do I get to choose four girls? Yeah. Now, for your first girl, let's say at the same time, because I wonder if we're on the same wavelength. 
Okay. Okay. Three, two, one, baby. baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. Okay. And that's it. I'll just rely on her. <laughs> I would also, if if I was choosing, I'd choose Black Pepper as well because I know that she's a performer. Yep. And I might go for because I know that they're singers. Pixie and LaPhil said she's a singer. Danny said that she's a singer. So. I'd, my, I'd have my two dancers and my two singing girls from that selection. I mean, Eve 6000 also said she was a singer. And this it. is an Eve 6000 stan podcast. See. We worship her. We worship the altar of And Eve that is another song that we have on our Drag Race, pod, <laughs> on our drag race playlist. <laughs> I got a chick of my sleeve. <laughs> and you didn't see it coming. Didn't see it coming. I'm so off Did there. That is awful. I'm sorry. Tom, I think you're, I think for this I I particular song, you're bang on. <laughs> for this particular queen, you, you were on it. I mean, I love her. It's an iconic moment. Oh, she, and she it's can, not ironic. She would make, she should make t-shirts, give me mugs that she can sell she from is. there. Yeah. I think she is. So, um, yeah. So those are the things. Did you have anyone else that you would choose? Those are the first ones that spring to mind. For me, it would be Baby, yes, Black Pepper, but I also would have jumped for Danny Beard, mm-hmm. um, Pixie Polite, yeah, and LaFill. That's exactly what I said. Like, those were the names I would go for. Now, I'm quite surprised that Pixie was second to last to get chosen i'm think yeah. i think they all know that pixie was in a, i think everyone here knows who pixie polite is because she was with yeah she was with tia yeah. um coffee and the girl group band so i think they all know her and I'm, I'm i'm very surprised that she was one of the last to get picked i'm surprised as well i'm not quite sure what that's about what, I mean, what? Are the, is, is the group not good? I mean, have you heard them? Are they? No, they are good. I've seen some clips. You know, okay. I, one thing I'm thinking with with Black Pepper's team, I think Black Pepper's going for more of a vibe. I think Black Pepper wants cool, performance oriented chicks, yeah. like look and performance. I think she wants a band that's going to look cohesive, and is going to serve attitude and performance. That's what I think Black Pepper wants. Okay. Outside of Baby being the obvious choice for yeah. her talent. In my mind, Dakota chose the stronger team. In my mind. And I'm, I'm not, and when I say strong, I mean strong in terms of they she, she chose more performers. I think Dakota's team has more of a sense of performance diversity, more of a sense of humour, more of a sense of camp about them. Danny Beard, singer. LaFil, singer. Pixie yeah. Polite, singer. Cheetah Gorgeous. I don't know what her reputation was known to everyone, but let's be honest, they all knew who she was. But I had, because I wanted for Manchester Pride, Mm -hmm. I tried to get tickets to go to the orchestra, the music orchestra that Cheddar was going to be at. So Mm -hmm. in my mind, she is musical because um, I tried to go see her at that orchestra. So I thought she, she... She had that. Being musical does not necessarily mean that she's a singer and a dancer. Though, correct, correct, I mean? correct. So, but I know, we know that she's a fantastic performer. I think you need to lower your tone when you um, try to correct me, by the way, Tom. <laughs> I think you need to calm down. Oh, okay, you need to just calm down. I'm sorry. So I'm human. I'm halfway through that glass of wine now, so I'm getting a bit <laughs> leery. Um, no, um, I think we know she's a fantastic performance artist, though. So I can see her bringing 
that to this. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So those would have been my picks. Now, choosing the best singer, not necessarily always going to help you through. Let's just have a quick throwback to Canada's Drag Race the last season where Irma Gurd was sent home and she had the best vocals. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they justified sending her home or even putting her on the bottom. I think she should have won that. She should have been up the up up there. Yeah, it was a slightly different challenge because it was a ruser call. But I know what you mean. Like, the vocal should really count for something. Mm. Um, this, I always find girl group challenges, there's a lot to take in. It's quite hard to judge who should be the definitive winner because you could be the best dancer but not have a very well-written verse. You could be the best singer but have a trash look, you know? I think they give them so many things to be judged on to that if they don't if if it's not in their vision board yes. for you to excel in that challenge mm-hmm. the producers could say well do you know what they can pick from one of the three and even though you excelled for example at the singing and dancing they could be like do you know what your look was a bit too much your, mm-hmm. your look wasn't cohesive with the group and it really took me out of the fantasy i mean they put electroshock in the bottom and they said it was because she stood out too much for being amazing it's like you're damned if you're great you're damned if you're not i mean that was down under that was a train wreck from down under season one was a train wreck from start to finish judging wise um so but i I know what you mean it's it's very yes whatever matches their narrative they'll make it work basically but we will be objective and we will be correct I love that the. I mean, I'm loving the code of this episode. I love that the code has said, um, "I don't want to know none of that. No switching wigs. No, I'm here for the crown. <laughs> yeah. Mama Ru picked me, so watch out. I'm gonna slay this competition." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that she said that because that is so. There is there's such a there's such a um, a style of songwriting mm-hmm. on RuPaul's Drag Race, and it follows the same theme. Yes. Oh, I'm sickening. Yeah. Oh, snatching wigs, slaying snatching house. Yeah. Here to slay. Snatch my waist. Yeah. Wear my boots. I slayed it on the ground. Ah, death drops us. Like it's just uh, you know it, it has that. It's got that that same style of songwriting. So I'm glad. It's easy I thought to it was slip funny. It was so funny that they said that out loud because it's a theme. But also, baby has a degree in songwriting. Now, do you know what? I love that you have a but bitch. Keep that quiet. <laughs> I'll keep that. Yeah. I'll keep that because the second you say I am the master of something, all of a sudden you are judged ten times harder. It's called the Raja O'Hara effect. The, yeah, <laughs> the Raj, the Raj. Okay, yes, Raja Davenport O'Hara effect. But I was yeah. like, keep keep it quiet. Do you like, remember you when know. she was a master of every style of dance? Yes, yes. <laughs> I do tap, jazz, ballet. Um, you know, modern hip hop. What do you want to? Come and choreograph then, Raja. <laughs> but that's 10 years ago. That was 10 years ago. Thank you. Uh, no, so um, I think that there would have been... I mean, Cameron Michaels, classic season 10, who won the Cher musical, who I really feel like Manet should have Manet, for should have been Manet But um, she, she does um, Cher impersonations, but she didn't tell anyone that she does that. And um, I was like... That's quite clever. Like, that was don't very Cameron though. Cameron was very. I mean, I think she's an introverted character anyway. But uh, I, which obviously is no criticism. This is who she is. But I think there's another factor with Cameron where she was very, very careful about what she revealed on that season. No. Yeah. 
Absolutely, very yeah. self-produced. Now we had the loves, the likes of Kathy Dennis, who you know wrote Toxic, iconic singer-songwriter, amazing. Can't get out of my head. And we also had Baby, who was also has a degree in songwriting. Mm-hmm. But can they hold a torch to Monopoly Phonic Tom? No, no, because she's very iconic. I don't think. Ironic. I don't think. <laughs> no, no. I, <laughs> I love that girl. I love it. We I have to go back and see her. We didn't appreciate her properly the first time we saw no, her. No, we didn't because we hadn't. We hadn't understood. Yassify hit the sleigh button. We didn't get it. We've since studied it. Anyway, I mean, we keep wandering onto Monopoly Phonics. She's not actually on this season. I mean, yeah, we've mentioned on. her more than anybody else. <laughs> okay, now, um, so that's the teams. Let's go there. Let's have a quick talk about the rehearsals, okay? Yeah, cool. From, from the singing rehearsals, uh, we've got the Triple Threats, who's Black Pepper's team. What was the name of Dakota Schiffer's team? Did they come I actually, up I wish they'd stuck with Shakespeare's Fisters, by the way. Because I love Shakespeare's sister. Um, Queens of the Bone Age, as in Queens of the Stone Age. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which is a rock band, which I guess is more in fitting with the um, with the, the Glastonbury vibe rather than a pop vibe. It sounds like the song is quite rocky, actually, judging by the delivery of some of the girls. Mm, yes. that That's the hard thing, mm. is that because everything that we're hearing, like, I'm here, we're here to, you know, okay, judge it's hard to judge the rehearsals for the singing and the rapping because mm. a i can't hear the metronome so i can't tell if they're keeping on rhythm mm. b i can't hear the key notes so i don't know if they're flat or they're sharp or they're singing on key mm-hmm. so you just gotta listen to them acapella and and, and let the acapella give you their rhythm and so, so that's how i know okay cool that sounds this way but you will i will never know until the actual song comes on but i do want to say that I already know Baby Slay. Yeah. Baby there, Slayed it. There was I just some heard girls it. I loved it. Was it. Just, it was clearly one take and they slayed and Baby was one of them. I really liked LaPhil's delivery. That was like really like rocky. I felt like she really kind of like acted it out in front of the mic as well. I really enjoyed what she did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, you, you've jumped to another group. Where are oh, you? Oh, sorry. Are we sticking with, with the... Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm talking okay. about Triple Threats. So baby Slayed. Sminty is... You know, she's got that confident, that, you know what? She's got that youth confidence, mm-hmm. you know, that that beautiful time when you're young and you're just like, you can do no wrong mm-hmm. and the world is your oyster. She's got that youth confidence and Definitely. it's just, and I'm, ah, uh, lap it up. Let Sminty. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy it, my darling. <laughs> Live in it, breathe in it, hold it, on to it. Yeah, hold on to it as much as you can. <laughs> um, now, Black Pepper, she's giving me such Caribbean flavor, island girl i love it really looking forward to hearing hers within the song yeah i think she'll stand out she'll have a different vibe to everyone else no i think for me from what i was hearing jombas and starlet were struggling starlet was trying to go for a marilyn monroe delivery which can work but you've got to really camp it up listen Mm -hmm. to me the music producer over here but like i'm thinking of kind of when girls go for kind of like a sexy breathy thing i'm thinking of like a horror in um i'm the fashion girl a horror out of his hands to the door but she had to exaggerate (gasps) it and basically actually be more of a like a cock destroyer than a kind of marilyn Mm. monroe didn't she and i yeah i I think starlet the challenge for her is pushing that persona Mm. because she's beautiful to look at but all episode actually she's been saying basically that she's she's glad she's in baby's group because baby's helping her the um i think about marilyn monroe is that her voice is very breathy Mr. President, it's very breathy, it's very light, um, it's not powerful. I think it strikes me that with what little we know of the song so far, her delivery might be quite out of keeping 
with the tone of the song. We'll see if it we'll, works. We'll have to see. Mm. Now, yeah, Dakota's group. Dakota did her best. She is giving it. She is. She does not want to be in really, that bottom. Really well, yeah, she does she? not want to yeah. be in that bottom again. I'm loving her. There's something like really can do about Dakota. Something really likable and like she's got some chutzpah, you know? Yeah. yeah. Give her another take. Yeah. Give her another take. <laughs> Give her another take. take. <laughs> I mean, Danny Baird has pipes. LaFil mm-hmm. loved the rock delivery. Loved Pixie LaFille. Polite was great. An Copper actual. Top was great. Like she's she's. Gives that, us that camp panto dame. I love. I was she like, could, Ooh, come yeah, through copper top, definitely. And she had a gorgeous. Was good. She got there, didn't unique, she? Unique, unique, yeah, very yeah. different. Um, but this talent, no, she, she was last, great. She had a last minute rewrite. <laughs> I did enjoy her lyrics about cheese. Um, the the imagery of a lovely piece of cheese on toast. Can I just say that yeah. as she as yeah. as um. As she was explaining to mm-hmm. Kathy, uh, you know, the cheese melting. Mm. You know, I was thinking about last night yeah. when you made that cheese toasty yes. in the grill yes. and I was watching the cheese melting. <laughs> I just, I, I was just transported there mm. and I was watching the cheese melt and going, oh, why See, am, this is oh the, my God, that looks so good. Well, this is the magic of Cheddar Gorgeous. She transports you somewhere, you know. <laughs> she really, really does. She's transportative. <laughs> She's transportative. Come through. Yeah. Now, the rehearsals for the choreography, um, what makes good choreography, what makes a good choreographer? These are my questions that I, I will ask. And of yourself. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. when I'm looking at these these queens mm. who are giving, you know, who are directing mm-hmm. the choreo piece, the good choreographer, A, here has to understand that this, we need to find the balance. Mm-hmm. Um, we, the perfect balance to create choreography that is in sync, that we can, you know, there's synchronization that also shows your individuality as a, you know, as a dancer and a performer. Yeah. Um, but isn't too hard, but also isn't too easy. Yeah, it's tough, and, isn't it? And a lot of the time, you have to work with the one who was the least dancery mm-hmm. to try and make sure that the movements are actually possible when you're doing the group choreo exactly especially when it's like when it's in this environment for me giving doing dance and um, when i taught dance at the dance class or was in doing choreography we all auditioned so we were all pretty good so it was everyone picked up it wasn't that hard mm-hmm. but you do sometimes when you are teaching uh, an open class um and, and everyone has to do it for performance. You do have to kind of accommodate the yeah. the, the less um, experienced or trained dancers. Saying that, I want to say, so that baby was such a good dance captain. Mm. They already know baby's a great dancer. They already know that she's got a reputation. She's the Beyonce of London. It's easy to be intimidated by someone as good as her. And yeah. now she's going to teach me a choreo- uh, teach choreography. I'm not on her level. I can't do those movements. Mm. But she was so nice the way that she slowed it down. She goes, oh, you didn't get that. Let's go over that move. She she created that, that ease, the atmosphere yes. of ease. And that would have made it much easier to learn the dance or to mm-hmm. pick it up because you're no longer afraid. And sometimes when you get stuck in your head, it's the worst place to be when you're trying to remember and learn choreography. So I just 
just thought that I thought Baby was great. Yeah, she was lovely, wasn't she? Supportive and working out. Because, you know, if we're talking about the people who seem to struggle most in each group, Starla seemed to have the most difficulty. Mm-hmm. She's obviously so beautiful to look at, but it strikes me she's not had a lot of performance experience. Though she did mention burlesque experience, actually, to Kathy. Maybe she can bring that to her individual portion. Who knows? Yeah. That could be great. Um, and then Danny seemed to struggle to keep up the most with... Um, it- I was shocked. Well, Danny explained, didn't she? That like she's a singer, she's a comedian, she doesn't really dance. She says, she said, when I dance, I look like a salted slug. She's but, quite the image. But the the choreography was simple: hand in the air, hand in the air, do mm. this, do that. It's something that you could pick up. Some of our, you know, some of us, our brain just doesn't work that way. I, of, I know. Okay. Some of us are freestylers. All right. Um, but I just love Dakota. She's so smart. Who does choreography? LaFil. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's on you, girl. Done. That is it. Takes good. Back good. To that untucked from season five. True leader. True leader. Untucked mm. season five. When Coco was berating <sighs> Serena Chacha for being a bad team leader, That's saying like, correct. "You should have told Alyssa to take care of the dance, Roxy to take care of the wigs and makeup, and sat back and just sucked up all the praise." And then when RuPaul asked, "I was the leader. Yeah. I was the captain, and you <laughs> take all the praise." Yes. Listen, lady boy. <laughs> I've been doing Jake since before you was even born. <laughs> I may be old and I may have had a lot of surgery to look very young, but I'm wise. I'm wise. Oh, Coco in her element. Yeah. But I just thought that good on you, Dakota. Uh, yeah, everyone looked fine, but Danny Beard was struggling there. So that's the rehearsals. From the rehearsals, it's it's still nick and nick. Uh, I, f- I feel that they both have... Um, I think it's a strong team. I just want to see the maxi stage now. I think we need to crack on. Now, we've just seen the mixed stage performance of the Triple Threats. And what we're going to do is we've only seen this, the Triple Threats. We'll give our feedback on them, and then we'll watch the next let's one. keep it fresh in our minds. Keep it, yeah. So we've just seen it. Um, let's start in order. The The first queen, the queen's open up was Baby. Baby was great. Good rhythm, Baby good movement, really good energy. She was slick and professional. Loved and her verse. I think, and I hope this comes into play in the judging as well, I think she needs extra credit for choreographing and helping with songwriting. Like, she's been a superstar this episode. Yep, yep. Yeah. She, you're right. She did the choreography. She helped everyone um, finesse their lyrics or their, their songwriting. But her as a performer was good. Her look she was is always on because she's got like the contrast of the kind of like sweetheart uh, bodice with like the fetishy element of the PVC as well. So it's quite interesting. So yeah, baby was great. She was really really good. Yeah, great week for baby. Great week. Mm. Uh, who was after that? Okay, then we had Starlet. Starlet. And look, first of all, I want to say Starlet looks. She looks like amazing. A punk rock Betty Page. Um, I mean who. Who can get away with wearing just a fishnet body stocking and looking that good? Stella. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, she looks up. She's a feast for the eyes when she stands still. No, what the issue was, Stella looks so good. And so, therefore, I found myself, my eyes were quite drawn to her a lot. Now, the only issue with that is when she was noticeably missing some of the choreography. And there's, and there's one mm. thing, there's one, you know, it's, it's one thing to, to miss the choreo. It's another thing to pull a candy muse and look left and right mm. and say, oh, what's to tell? Don't tell me you yeah. stuffed it up, especially when you're center. Because she's, she, um, I, I think Starlet went straight into the chorus after her verse. Yeah. And she messed up the choreo straight away. 
like your center when you're center you can do something different and just you know beyonce it and then pick up the curry from where you remember it but i think she told me yeah with her confusion it, it, she's told me i don't know the choreography oops i've forgotten it oh here i am i've picked it up yeah it saddened me to see that because she was in the middle and it was a good couple of seconds of her like proper falling out of the choreo and looking around it really saddened me because it felt like instant bottom two status i mean we've yet to see the other group but she looked gorgeous and her Marilyn delivery worked better than I thought it would in the end. And I really enjoyed her characterization. But the, the choreo was a big issue, unfortunately. Her verse, I really liked. There was so much like about her performance. There's no no getting around. What I liked choreo. I liked her individual performance and her verse. I loved her verse. Mm. It was, for me, when you take it, out of that how did she work as a group as part of a girl group band mm-hmm. how to choreography that's where i think she loses a, a bit of points yeah yep yeah. uh next up then we had oh our, the youthful the um, youthful sminty drop yeah now tom was like oh god that they've they you know they've they've pulled a drag race uk um <laughs> sound issue that then it's lagging it's yeah. lagging i'm like no girl it's not lagging because we watched it through twice yeah and then i was able to see on the second time now i want to start with the positives and say she oozes confidence and it was really fun to watch her but there were extended periods where she was not lip syncing yeah you know when you're so good you don't need a lip sync <laughs> But I, I, <laughs> is, it, know, is this the confidence of youth again? Yeah. I'm so good. I'm slaying so much. I don't need to lip sync. This is my voice. Slay. You know the. I'm. I hit the slay button. You know. You know who I am. I hit the slay button. I. I think. Um. What I liked about it is she didn't let me know in her face that she, no, girl, she was missing a beat because in her mind she didn't miss a beat. Mm-hmm. In her mind, but I'm like, supposed to not. You go sminty. You yeah. go. You carry that confidence. But it's like you know when you go to like a concert and you're like beyond. Even Beyonce does it with um. She won't sing all of the words sometimes, mm-hmm. and she just stops and she goes on and off. Like she has, she has the confidence of Beyonce she up does. there, not not singing her own <laughs> her own words. <laughs> I just love it. Performance great, confidence great, performance factor, choreography was was good. Yeah, she's um, great I with think the they might just pull her up for not lip syncing. Yeah, those those parts. She give me kind of like punk rock baby spice vibes. I, I see that now. Yeah. John Bruce Blonde. What I want to say about John Bruce is that um, I think that she worked hard. Yeah, that, yeah. that's what that's what yeah. I got. She she worked hard. Um, there were yeah. I think she's really keen to make a splash, and I thought her 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 performance was really competent. Like I couldn't I couldn't pick out anything that was wrong. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. That's kind of it. That's it. Jumpers, yeah. Really. She looked great. She sounded great. Um. But like she, if I'm to rank this group based she's on everything, a, she's, she's in right in she's the middle. She's amazingly safe. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she yeah, she yeah. was good, but she's just yeah. beautifully safe. Yes. And we all like safe. Oh, security weeks safe is good enough. And then, then we got Black Pepper. Now I think Black Pepper is the star of the. If, if I had to, you know, award a Beyonce, it was Black Pepper. Girl, she came. She pulled a. A Jasmine master, no, a J- Jasmine, ah, uh, wigs, first out, roly poly cheerleader, huh? Season nine, cheerleading, the, the roly poly. 
<laughs> James Mansfield. James Mansfield. <laughs> she started off with a James Mansfield roll, hair flip. She jumped, did a death drop. She did the splits at the end. She was whipping she her hair. Girl, she was everywhere. I was like, I mean, she was, you know, she was 50% doing um, Jan. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Look over <laughs> this. It's Jan. You know. She, she was letting us know why she's got a reputation as a performer. Um, but she went all out. She went yeah. all out. Um, I liked her flavor. I liked the flavor mm. of her rap. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. And um, she was whipping that hair at the end. A lot of fun and personality here with Black Pepper. I think she's really. I know this is such a cliche, but she's really letting us know who she is as a performer. She's doing a really good job of that. I think we've in, in this group we've got two clear faves. Oh, the two the two tops of this group is Baby and Black and Pepper. Black Pepper. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, shall we see how their sisters are doing? What, what were they called? The Queens of the Bone Age. Queens of the Bone Age. Before we even start <laughs> with the next group, there is an amazing moment that happens. Obviously, the queens get to watch the other queens perform live yes. um, from the workroom, which I always think is a bit shady, anyway. And it's there a is psych out kind of thing. Absolutely. So we got we got. The queens are, you know, some of the queens quite down on themselves. Um, noticeably, it's uh, Sminty Drop, you know. Sminty she's comes re- in quite upset, doesn't she? Yeah. But she does appear to be perhaps responding to some energy from Baby. Because I, I, we get the impression that Baby's perhaps come in a little bit annoyed and silent. Yeah. And that's perhaps what's caused oh, Sminty's emotions to boil there over. There has been words and emotions thrown mm-hmm. around from their walk from the stage to the back Only of the room. Only four out of the five girls, but we'll get to that, though. So she comes in, Sminty's like, I'm upset, you know, I messed mm-hmm. up a little bit also because I upset you. Uh, yeah. Disappointed you, baby. Um, who else said that they well, didn't Jumpers, do well? Jumpers, although Jumpers was really competent, like Jumpers piped up and said, I missed a few steps too. Baby seems now... I think Baby felt like she had a lot... And we said a minute ago, she was great and she deserves a lot of props for her role in supporting her sisters in this. And I think she's felt as though this is her moment and she deserves some recognition and perhaps she's not going to get that now. Because, yeah, be- her, her be- names are the choreographer. Because of everybody else. And so I think her frustration is really, really understandable. When um, you're the choreographer... When and other people will be in their feelings for stuffing up, mm-hmm. but it hurts as yeah. well. It hurts to be the the choreographer of something and they don't execute it because that's your vision, mm-hmm. that's your art, that's that everyone is seeing, and it's your name that's going to be on it yeah. as well as the dancer who messed up is going to be like, okay, well we also have to therefore critique the choreographer. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they make it easier? Why didn't they do more rehearsals? Why didn't they, you know, give them a bit more extra time? Why didn't she go over it? Obviously, in this case, we know it's because they had very little. Time. Absolutely, you know. As I, know you're ta- I know you're talking in general mm. in the real world, but in this world, they have very little time, and we know that these girls, their dreams are hinging on these opportunities, and so of course, emotions, are emotions high. are running yeah. higher than usual. Sminty's more upset. Um, baby is more angry. <laughs> However, there's an oasis of calm in this group, and that is Starlet. Starlet. She goes. I know they all down, but um, I feel like I was really confident and on stage. Said, I had said, fun. I, I don't want to be that girl. <laughs> Starlet, <laughs> darling. Yeah. Starlet, darling. I adore you, and I adore this energy. But let's see 
with her. It was this was very Beverly Kills after the Snatch game. I, I think she's very Flazadar. I think she's a very Flazadar person. It was I mean, it was a, it was a hilarious moment. And, now, and that that energy will carry you far, Starlet. Let's get into this group now. First of all, I want to say that this is the winning group by far. Uh-huh. I thought that everyone did well. It was it was just much more cohesive, and it's in terms of choreography, it was first of all it's Glastonbury. I don't expect to see something that's like full on J Lo at the um, halftime. You know, I, I, I don't mm-hmm. expect to see see that at the Super Bowl, but um. Rock is about rock is a feeling for me. Oh, okay. Rock is a feeling. Thank you, you for know, educating. Us. Sorry, I'm, I'm just quoting um School of Rock, <laughs> the musical. <laughs> rock is a feeling. It's a it's you know it's it's a way of being. So I don't think choreography had to be like as you know elaborate as it as it could be. So I, I think that the the choreography was simple and mm. effective because of because of the song and the setting. It's yeah, it's Glastonbury. Come the, on. The vibe was far more appropriate to what I believe the task was. If it's supposed to be Glastonbury, then it should be a bit grungier, a bit dirtier, a bit more rock and roll. And that's what these girls live in. But I like, you know, from the outset you can tell from their looks as well. It was they um, Pixie provided that fabric, which was apparently one of her outfits that seems to be split across everybody, um, and said, like, like that was really lovely of her to do that. Um, so the the look was very kind of like, gem, not the German holograms, but the misfits from German holograms. We are the misfits. Yeah. Our songs are better. And their songs were better. Um, and just grunged up a little bit. Um, so you could just tell from the outset. And there were other little bits in there. Like uh, some of these looks like like Dakota was giving me Courtney Love. Uh, Danny was giving me a bit of Kiss. Um, Cheddar was giving me Toya Wilcox. She was giving me like a, like a kind of 80s new wave take on it. So a really- Who was Madonna's arch nemesis? Uh, she doesn't have a nemesis. The one because in, in the interview, in the interview. Courtney um, Love. I was getting Courtney Love from Dakota. Dakota. I said that. Oh, sorry. So I kind of just blank up. You're when not you talk. listening to me today. That's the second time you've repeated something. I've Tom, heard. I think you look absolutely beautiful. Why would you just ask me? <laughs> I, you look stunning. So don't don't ever say that you're you're ugly. Don't let the world tell you. Don't let bullies yeah. bully you. Okay, no. because yeah. so I want you to smash the world, uh-huh. smash the podcast, uh-huh. smash life, smash smash, smash brothers, Nintendo, super smash brothers, smash brothers, brothers yeah. PS5, PS4, it's, peace. It's a Nintendo game. Uh, so what I wanted to say is I don't I, look, well, I'm not going to go back and listen to it you know the beauty of this podcast is we usually watch it once mm-hmm. I went to performance challenge we'll watch that exact performance more than once to give credit to all the hard work we want to make sure that we don't miss things there's so many moving parts yeah there's so many, especially when there's like five and through. six in a group but I do want to say that I'm not going to go back and listen to them again but no, there was something about the pacing or the way that they their lyrics were much easier to listen to for the, for the for the triple threats i just felt it was yeah and i and i don't know if did they have a different i know it's the same song but was it different was the music in the the pacing in the it was it different no the everything all the product the only difference was this had six verses and those had five okay then i want to say that they found a nice spot where I didn't have to wonder what they were saying. I knew it because they the, they didn't rush the lyrics. There was more singing or like rock rapping rather than rap rapping. If you get me, do you, do you get me? Yeah, it was just yeah, it was slow, it was just 
I could understand him. I want to say Dakota was amazing. Dakota's done fantastic this episode. I want to come back for Dakota. Dakota was How confident is Dakota on stage? She's really, really good. And I'm so happy to see this for her. Especially in the beginning. Like how it's it's easy to be swallowed up by all these bigger drag mm-hmm. queens. She held center with her lovely skinny frame. Oh, lovely. <laughs> she, she totally looked like she was... Her lovely petite frame. And she just comes forward and just does her verse with all that that charisma, with all of that that star power. I, th- I thought she was great. She looked very grunge. She like defo modeled her look on Courtney Love. Yeah. Defo. And she looked great. She was very confident. Great week for Dakota. And then we got LaFeel. LaFeel was just a firecracker I'm on stage. You know, really there's, there's fizzing wispies. You know, those firecrackers yeah. that just spin round and round and round. That was LaFeel. I'm loving this girl. She's so like quirky and kooky. She was a ball of energy. She deserves credit for the choreo in this group. That Oh, yes. We do feel like had more of a sense of fun, more of a sense of rock about it. Um, just like really energetic. Love the hair whipping. She was giving me Mortal Kombat. I loved it. Mm. I, I loved it. I loved her, ver- her verse as well. They, I love that she incorporated her name, the philosophy. I think mm. it was great. It was clever. I mean, she was, yeah, she was good. Yeah. Very good. Very good. This group also did the, more of those bits that I love where they have playful interactions during their verses. It's not just all straight up kind of like backing choreo, you know? Yeah. Who else yeah. next? So Cheddar, Cheddar, I thought like really stepped up. I think Cheddar wasn't confident in this task, but I think she brought her own sense of uniqueness to it. And instead of going full on rock, she had that kind of ethereal Toya Wilcox, Kate Bush kind of energy to her. Um, and yeah, she, she sang with a different tone and pace to the others and really stood out. Which was great. Yeah. I think she, she was. Lovely voice. Um, I think her her lyrics were very her. Yeah, the the deity alien. Yeah. it's it spoke to who she was, um, and her art. I think she was great. She sounded good. Mm-hmm. She could hold a tune. She really can. Loved her look. Very new wave punk. Copper top was. I mean, powerful. What a great bout. I know you can sing because that was a good bout. That bout mm-hmm. he did. It was a mix between the the rock rapping, whatever, and the um the, the bout. I great think she gave so much top. attitude from the get-go. From mm. the beginning, Copper Top was on. She was on. I bet she's one of those queens that are on like five seconds before they're on stage, already mm. in character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I, I loved her vibe. It was very rock and uh, very yes. camp as well. Very like high, very like glam rock energy she had. Definitely, there's like a kind of like seventies glam rock kind of, you know, T Rex, David great, Bowie, yeah, great kind character of vibe to her. Danny Beard was good. I was, I was happy that Danny Beard kept up with the choreography. Um, you know, I mean, it was so a well. grease lightning moment and then mm-hmm. just choking, but it was good. It was in sync and there's a lot of them on there and it makes more, makes, makes so much more sense to create something simple when there's lots of you on stage because it makes it more impactful. I thought Danny was actually, I thought Danny's verse was one of my favorites. Um, real kind of like rock and roll kind of almost like Freddie Mercury-esque energy. Just the way that he was like, can we using male pronouns with Danny? I'm not sure I should. She, she's a drag queen. She's a bearded drag queen. Um, just the way she was tearing across the stage and stuff. Um, um, just like great energy, really enjoyed and sang beautifully as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Great rocker energy, great yeah. confidence on stage. 
attitude, and then, of course, the vocals to back it up. Danny was great. Yeah. Danny was great. And we've got Pixie Polite. Pixie Polite. What do you think of Pixie? Pixie was the... um, She was the John Biz of the group in the sense that she was happily there Mm -hmm. she was she was good Mm -hmm. um and she she did her part to to be amazing with the rest on stage she didn't stand out to me outside of her verse but her verse her verse was good i do you know we're very much in the same wavelength about this i i don't have a huge amount to say about pixie other than she was good and enjoyable she looks stunning though she looked great very kind of like, she looks amazing like divine joins a rock band mm. you know that kind of vibe with a whiff um, so this group for me absolutely won if i had to choose my my favorite or the best performers i really loved um dakota Dakota was fab and really deserves props. If I was to name somebody else, I'd probably say Danny. Was it was it Dakota had that like, you know, don't give a if kind of vibe as well. Like you know, we you know when you're such a bad bitch you don't need to act, try to act like you are. You mm-hmm. just are and people just they just get it. You, <laughs> you know just look at them and they get it. And they get it. Yeah. Yeah. You look at them and you look at your watch and they get it. I also want to put Danny Beard up there and Copper Top. And yeah. Cheddar Gorge. Oh my gosh, you know what's the whole team? And LaFell. <laughs> um, it's really, really hard to choose tops in this team, but if I'm hard pressed, um, I'm going to say Danny and someone else. I'm going to say Dakota, especially because she's the captain as well. She deserves a lot of praise for being one of the young queens and being a really effective leader, I thought. Absolutely. All round, this was her she's episode. She's really, really good. And LaFell deserves props for doing great choreo. Yeah. Here as well. So, like, it's kind of like claps all around, guys. I'm just going to say Dakota and Danny. They're definitely going to be in the top. So, whoever doesn't win in this group will be safe yeah. and high. Um, the other group, we will have safes and bottoms. Makes me feel... This is how I'm assuming it's going to be judged. It makes me feel for Baby because she could have really been up there and vying for a win. And Black Pepper. And Black Pepper, yeah. Mm. Let's do the runway. We'll have a look at the runway and see what. Oh, also, also, after this moment, we went back to the workroom to see the pre- the, <laughs> the, triple, the triple threats. And then Baby, who obviously, you know, Baby's words before was, guys, you know what? Yeah, and uh, it's not fair. Don't be hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am annoyed, mm-hmm. but, you know, we'll just love it. And uh, of course, it's going to be pressure. When the biggest, she was like being very, very supportive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm annoyed, but, you know, this is RuPaul's Drag she's Race. She's trying and, her level best to contain her yeah. irritation. But then after watching this performance, she's like, okay, you know what, girls? I makes you pissed. <laughs> Bitch, I am pressed. I am, I am hella pressed. I, I can't believe y'all messed up after all that I get. <laughs> like, oh. I, just, I, just, I just really came out. <laughs> it's it, really came she out really, like she's like I don't, I don't want to see that she did I not want to see, see that performance yeah. she just did not i mean that's she just bubbled over bless her let's see what the runway now i've talked a lot on the performance side time so i want to let you take it for fashion which is something that i'm usually yeah, the, the usually one to are. do yeah, yeah i am so fashion really do you know me uh so what is the category it's neon night neon night okay so, yes let's First go up, we have um starlet walking out um, in this uh, neon pink and yellow uh, devil outfit, it's highly structured velour. Now, it's interesting because, like, I, I first thought, I thought, is this another Eda Birthing look? Because a Black Pepper gave us one last week. But she said she hand sewed elements of it herself, so I'm guessing not. But she looks stunning, love the structure, beautiful, ethereal, weird. 
Uh, next up, we've got Jombers. So Jombers is coming out in this kind of orange latex number. It's giving me a little bit of fifth element. Um, and the, mm. the coat that she's wearing is very much like a Jackson Pollock sort of paint spattered print. Um, so she looks really cool. I like this. Um, next up, we've got Baby. Um, so Baby, this is very bright and colorful. I will say it's not 100% my cup of tea. I would imagine you like it more than I do. Um, I don't understand that. I just see a lot of beautiful things put together. Yeah. Very um, Jocelyn Fox fell on the wreck and said, yes. I'll take it. So I appreciate the brightness and the vivacity of this outfit, but I, I, it's, it's a little, there's a bit too much going on for my taste because like her shape is lost with all the feathers and stuff, you know, she's wearing a cat suit, but I can't see her beautiful figure. Um, there's the hard elements of the, uh, bondage plus the feathers. It's it's a lot for me. It's a lot. Yeah, I actually like it now that I'm seeing it up close. It's, it's very much <laughs> yeah. your cup of tea, but not so much I just mine. like colors, Tom. I know you do. I know you do. Too. Next up, we've got Sminty Drop. Again, I know I've got Eda on the brain, but this has a real Eda birthing vibe about it. Because do you notice the shape of the skirt is the same as um, the Mr. Blobby skirt? Yes. Um, that uh, Pepper wore. Very like asymmetric hemline, but she's given it a different twist as Sminty. Um, she's topless with the pasties so there's a kind of um yeah, kind of a sexy element to it i guess with the mars attacks meets bride of frankenstein hair um this is cool this is cool it's it's very edgy it's very sminty those shoes go all the way up shoe those shoes oh but those shoes those shoes, those shoes. okay black pepper i like this this is cool this is very valentino to me um the I love the highly structured sort of uh, rubber latex dress. Gives her a really beautiful stark shape and with that giant um, feathery hat. So Valentino do these big hats from time to time. They did them from in 2018, 2021. Um, very that. And I would imagine that's her point of reference. I mean, don't don't forget their hair. Oh, the, the diamond. Their hair is one inch closer to God, Tom. Than any of us will ever yep. reach. Yeah. yeah, that you will ever. You will, You can never. Copper, Copper Top. Copper Top is really kind of like letting us know her drag style, I think, which is camp. Uh, but I think she looks cool. This is very Marge Simpson goes to a fancy dress party as Adamant. As she explains, really, I don't have a lot more to add than that. You know, there's these Georgian fop elements that do give me that Adamant new wave 80s vibe. Um, the high hair. I'm never the biggest fan of an orange and blue color scheme, but that's my personal taste. She looks bright and vibrant. Um, I love the shapes. Um, I think she looks really good. I mean, it's fun. It's campy and pimp to mine, but um, yeah. I agree with you. Orange and blue for me, don't go. It looks like, a, like Michelle says, it looks like a sports team or something, which is never a good look. Danny Beard. Danny, um, she mentions Juno Birch, who is an amazing Manchester drag queen um, as, as a reference. I'm sure a lot of our listeners will be familiar with Juno from her YouTube videos. Um, yeah, very that, very like 60s mod kind of uh, retro futurism. Um, yeah, I mean, she's she's giving us neon, isn't she? She's in this bright green ensemble, very fun performance with the bubble guns. Um, touch of that... Um, that Prada runway that Sarah Paulson modelled for. Well, she didn't do the runway. She did it on the red carpet. I don't remember. Um, Trinity the Tuck did it as an entrance look. Do you think Denny Beard will get the critique about the white face? 
I mean, Drag Race loves honing in on something that's a queen's signature and making a big deal out of it. Mm. So she probably will, but I, I, I love the white out face on her. I think it looks really like stark and artistic. Yeah, yeah, I, I do like it, but I wonder if that critique. You- Will come up. I mean, Gottmik. Yeah, you did Gottmik, mention her as a good example. Gottmik's her signature look is the white face, and she did it when she needed to. I think she did it like three times mm-hmm. um, for that season. They had what fifty episodes, uh, but she really changed her makeup up a lot. Gottmik was very, very smart at knowing what the show wanted from yeah. her. Yeah, um, so she was very smart to do that before Michelle came for her. Uh, Cheddar Gorgeous. Now, Cheddar Gorgeous is looking like uh, one of the mushrooms from Bell and Lee in, po- in yeah, Pokemon. Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield. And I'm living for it. Like the third mushroom look that I can bring to mind of the past like year or so. Willow Pill. Willow Pill. Um, Evie, Oddly, Evie Oddly. And now Cheddar Gorgeous. Again, Cheddar wouldn't have been aware of those at the time of filming. All winners. Well, yes. Cheddar, I mean, the, is this, Tom, is this a sign? I've seen many signs lately that Cheddar's on course for a win. However, uh, enough about my premonitions. Um, I think this is really, <laughs> really cool. Like, I think the, it, the balance of colors here, I think, is really fun and artistic and works really well. The shapes are beautifully distributed. Um, I, I just think she looks really, really great. She just looks like... Gaia has arisen from the earth and she's a mushroom goddess. Just really, really cool. Dakota Schiffer. Now, Dakota is giving us a Pokemon reference, which I live for. She's giving us, um, um, is it Elisa? Elisa, I think, from um, Black 2, White 2. Uh, for some of the Innova region. So she's um, giving us one of the gym leaders from Unova. Okay. And she's she's doing the whole thing. She wears an oversized coat. She's got the um, the kind of aerial earmuffs. So she's, she's giving us a full-on Pokemon gym leader reference, which I'm loving. Okay. Like, I love that from Dakota. Well, if people didn't know the reference, it looks like a puffer jacket over a dress. If people didn't know, she, which she, is what people, you know, that's what that's what fashion will tell you, Tom. She mentions a little nod to Balenciaga, and I do I do see that they did a neon runway, uh, neon collection a few years ago. I mean, LaFille walking down in this amazing red, it's very reminiscent of Naomi Campbell, who wore Dolce & Gabbana to do her um, community service. This is camp. LaFille, thank you for your service, because this is camp. Um, she looks great as well. I love it. Um, I love that, it. that geometric bob, the stark makeup to give her the Naomi cheekbones. I think this is really funny and really calm. She's the first queen to walk out with a grabber claw. Give her the crown. She's not <laughs> I mean, selling them now. There's something I really like about LaFille. She's just like really camp and kooky. And It'll be called the Le Pickup. Mm. Uh, and then we got Pixie Polite. I like this a lot. This is giving me full-on 80s fantasy. You know, she could be Cindy Lauper. She could be Pizzazz from The Misfits um, going on a very expensive shopping trip. There's a touch of Mughal Air about this. It's so highly structured. I love the the stack kind of PVC texture. Mm. Her shape looks gorgeous. Um, I think this is a really good runway from Pixie. It's gorgeous. I, I love this look. I, th- yeah. I love how it's fun, but she also looks very, very chic. It's very fashion. I, I really yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah. I really like it a lot. Her best look I love so far. that coat. Like I, mm. I would wear it, Tom. All right, does this change who we think our winners are? 
So who do we think? Uh, if we pick like our top two performers from each group, we were thinking like Pepper, Baby, Dakota. Denny, Dakota. Dakota, Danny kind of thing, sort of, weren't we? Um, I will say of those girls, Baby's Look is my least favorite. And you could argue, I, I love the reference, but people might argue that Dakota's, Dakota's the look, most yeah. Well, we just in the lineup, you have to make that comparison. For me, I put more effort on the the performance. So the the winners this week should be Danny Beard or Dakota for well, me. Other people who we liked included Copper. Yeah, and she does look great. And she had a gorgeous. Who looks amazing? And Chad looks stunning. And LaFool. And LaFool looks and the fab reference. So. Yeah. Could that push them up into the top three? We'll see. The bottom two for me has to be Starlet and um, I would say Starlet and Sminty. And, or if they wanted to put someone else down there, it would be John Bruce. Yeah. Anybody from the other group who yeah. even vies for it, do you think? Yeah. No. 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 It's a shame to put John Bruce down there because I thought she was actually really competent. Um However, the writing's on the wall for that group, unfortunately. I do think there's no getting out of it being Sminty and Starlet because yeah. we, we definitely saw, even though they had a lot of lovely aspects of their performance, we saw big mistakes from mm -hmm. both of them. All right. So let's see. Congratulations to the Queens of the Bone Age. They have all got stars because they are the winner. Not stars. Repeater badges. But that must be a record. I mean, I know there's a precedent on Drag Race UK that the whole band... Gets a badge, but six. I mean, it's deserved. They were all really they were good. Fab. It was. We found it hard to pick a winner. So well done, girls. Now, Thank you for your service. The bottom three is Jombers, Blonde, Starlet, and Sminty Drop. And we thought Sminty Drop would be in the bottom with Starlet. However, Starlet's going to be lip syncing against Jombers, Blonde. Mm, I felt it was a little unfair to Jombers. I didn't. Mm. I didn't feel like Jombers was really. Bottom two, well, there we go. Yeah, the lip sync was so about you now by the sugar babes. For me, you know what? I mean, the winner was John Bruce Blonde. Let's just let's just get out there. The winner, and I'll tell you why because she gave emotion, she um, she gave feeling, she mm -hmm. fought for it, she was on the ground. You know, she she actually gave a um, a heartfelt, not heartfelt, but a, a really strong and yeah, emotion, emotionally passionate performance she, it, she? she did and she was she was doing the thing starlet you know i love i mean you know how her her feedback to the other girls backstage was you know what i had fun i was really comfortable mm -hmm. but her face was just like so like rbf like well, like it's, it's like oh god well, why am i it on face tape i'm not 100 sure it's all face tape I, I'm just really intrigued by this girl. Like, her energy is so interesting to me. She's so flatida. She's very, um, I think she's like very internal when it comes to her opinions. I think she's very kind of like, I think I did a good job. So, all of this critique is kind of going to wash over me. Yeah. And that's really like admirable. And I love that about her. That Flazadar energy continued into the performance a little bit, and she was sensual. There was like a touch of the burlesque about her, but it didn't. I, I don't think her performance is as strong as Jomba's. It was, you know, it was the the word is um, it was Flazadar. It was Flazadar. There's, no, there's no other way of describing it. It was. It was just like she was on chill mode, which I think is amazing. It was just like, oh, can't be bothered, like. <laughs> 
You know, you know what? If I was that pretty, I wouldn't try either. Yeah. <laughs> what was it that Katia said about Pearl? She's like a Xanax on Ambien in a K-hole. Well, we're not saying that about Starlet, Tom. <laughs> the winner is John Bridge. Do you agree? Should we have a look? Should we see? Should we find agree. out? Yeah. And John Bridge has won, and we're saying goodbye to Starlet. Now, even Starlet's entrance exit is iconic. Oh, my gosh. She's amazing. Think it was it's, it's like they forced her to say something, and she's like, thank you for making my dreams come true. It's like somebody's holding a revolver in the small of her back. And then she had a Dahlia Sin exit. She just yeah. walked straight out. Well, Dahlia she, did the whole, like, don't, yeah, yeah. don't make noise, but she just walked out quite I actually, upset I, and defeated. I, when we saw her come into the... Um, the back into the workroom though she was carrying a lot more sadness so we could see that she'd been crying and that really mm. broke my heart because mm. I, I think she's the kind of girl who I think she's got a lot going on under the surface and she chooses to portray a very glacial exterior and I, I think she really really keeps a lot inside I think she was pretty heartbroken bless her absolutely very, absolutely. very interesting person and we're going to miss out on so many amazing runway looks so I no we won't because she'll, she'll be posting, posting on, on Instagram. no but i want to see them on the runway you know oh, well. um but i will i am sad to see her go and it was very even though she could she couldn't even bring herself to properly say goodbye to her sisters but afterwards she said she would miss them very much mm. great episode i enjoyed it i mean i'm always here for performance so make sure you join us next week episode three we don't know what it is that may be a design fashion challenge who knows who knows i hope so but make sure that you follow us on our twitter our instagram and now our tiktok we're starting to see our fashion out there oh um, started little tiktok if you'd like to uh, write us a review go ahead and do mm -hmm. so like mr tom did thank you very much not not our dr tom here uh -huh. there is someone out there I, I promise to you we didn't we didn't make it ourselves no. well I, i've got the idea to now though so i will do that <laughs> don't do that yeah. don't don't do that <laughs> don't, don't do that, do that. This okay. is so this is Bolo and Dr. Tom. we'll see you guys next week lots of love guys see you soon <laughs> <laughs>